Hi, and welcome to WOW Talk. My name is Donna Capacity. And my name is Dr. Darlene Gustin, naturopathic doctor. And today's topic is healthy herbal teas. Is that correct? Yum, yes, I love tea. <laughs> and I love this topic. Yes. <laughs> Excellent, yeah. So I go through phases. What's your favorite tea? Okay, if it comes down to herbal teas, because my favorite 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 tea is Earl Grey, which is not herbal, um, but um, it would be peppermint. If I had only one herbal tea ever, that would be the one. Nice. I can only choose one. That's what I mean. If there was only one left on this planet, it would be peppermint for me. How about yourself? I have so many. I, yeah. I have I have a tea cupboard that overflows. You open the door and the teas fall out. Like there's just so many I collect. But uh, but there are some that, that are permanently there. And um, lately, it's, it's been winter, and I have some leftover Valentine sweets in the house. So if I'm going to indulge in those, I always need my little dandelion tea to detoxify oh. all those sweets. So that's one of, one of mine. Okay, dandelion tea. Yes. All right, and how would you have a, So talk to me. How do you brew it? Uh, do you put anything in it? Tell me all about dandelion tea. I only know dandelion coffee. Actually. Right, right. So both exist. Um, and really what I should have said was the dandelion coffee, but it comes from roasted dandelion root, and it comes as a powder that looks very much like instant coffee. And to me, it tastes even better than coffee, which I do love. And um, it doesn't have that bitter aftertaste. It doesn't require the sweetening. You can drink it black. You can add any milk of your choice to it, and it's fantastic for the liver. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that bit about the liver. I'm sure you've told me, but I have forgotten. Right. But. So so dandelion as a herb is, is one of the kings in herbal medicine for detoxifying the liver. And any of us could use a good cleanse in the springtime anyways to just help uh, release chemical garbage out of our body but also during or after times of overindulgence so throughout the Christmas season when I'm going to dinners and baking cookies and when I have those quieter days in between where I just feel heavy from from you know late night eating and appetizers sure. and everything I'll just have a light day and I'll have my soup and my dandelion coffee and that's it but but I have bought dandelion tea where it's in a tea bag it's similar I don't like the taste as much okay mm -hmm. all right mm -hmm. so when it comes to teas what would be give me a few that would be favorites or ones that you would recommend that have some health um, benefits so your peppermint was a good one uh, peppermint is is known for helping people digest so our digestion is about half by the time we're age 50 and so if you're having symptoms such as fatigue, heartburn, nausea, indigestion, peppermint tea would really get you out of a pinch in, in that sense and just help things move along, digest better, and get, get your energy back. And uh, it's very refreshing. It's good, hot and cold. So, so peppermint tea would probably be on the top 10 list. Um, green tea is actually the same plant as your beloved black tea. Okay. Yeah. And uh, green tea is also a powerhouse. It's, it's very high in free, um, in, sorry, in antioxidant qualities, which erases free radical damage. So it's used a lot by people who want to have cancer protective benefits. 
and it's um, an anti-aging type of properties when you have lots of antioxidants and um, I just don't like the taste of it and 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 there's also matcha which is um, usually in a powdered version of a green tea so um, so green tea is good it's, it's anti-inflammatory and anti-cancerous I just don't personally like the taste yeah I find it can be bitter and then I don't yeah. want to add sweetener to it so that's my dilemma too what about white tea White tea, I can honestly say I've never drank before. Okay. I don't even know. Is it white? Have you drank it before? I, I have, but come to think of it, I don't think the color is white. It's just called white. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know what the principles of that yeah. are. Yeah. Um. But then I was thinking about those mushroom teas, those mushroom mixes. So maybe you can talk to us about those. Definitely. So so usually with the mushroom teas, it's the spores of the Ganoderma mushroom that are blended with coffee or with dandelion um, it mixes well with those robust dark type of hot beverages and and those mushrooms are deep immune support very anti-inflammatory help with anxiety and uh, they're good i i drink those as well do you yeah now what would you use to help one sleep better chamomile <laughs> I grew up on chamomile <laughs> so did I yeah <laughs> I was hoping you would say that <laughs> yeah so so chamomile the flower of the chamomile um, herb is uh, a gentle mild tea very very much used with children I have personally fed it to my infants and um, even when I was an infant, my mother tells me stories about chamomile tea uh, just to help with the digestive system and for babies to sleep and uh, digest their food better. It can also be as a, as a bath, um, a bath with chamomile tea if you have inflamed skin. Wow, that's a really great mm -hmm. idea. So mm -hmm. what would you do there? Would you keep them in the bags, I guess, right? So you don't have it all floating around. And right. You just stick them in the bath water? How many do you think you need? <laughs> yeah, no, there's a step before. So okay. so I would uh, boil a pot of water Okay. and then set it aside, put in four or five tea bags and cover it to keep the oils there and let it steep. And when I see that the, the hot water has become strongly discolored, I would just dump it without the tea bags into the bath water. Yeah. Okay, now you saying that reminds me of my aunt who lived in Italy. Um, whenever we were there visiting, if we happened to have a cold, for instance, or yes. something, she would boil a pot, a, a regular pot of water, put the chamomile in it, uh, let it steep, and then we would have to lean over the pot with a towel over our heads yep. and create the tent and just breathe in that steam. Yes. Uh, and it would help. Yes. It certainly would help. Definitely. And it's funny because I, I pretty much drink... Um, Tea, multiple teas every single day and um, and when I'm at work it's my routine after lunch um, I know my reception is part of her job description is boil the water <laughs> have the water ready for me my one o'clock patient is here I need the tea on my desk and I, I have my favorite um, mug that is glass it's see-through and um, many times the patients are asking me, what am I drinking? And uh, lately I've been drinking a lot of red tea. I've always also enjoyed red tea, like rosehip, hibiscus, hawthorn. They're often mixed together. But um, hawthorn um, is, is a herb, 
hawthorn berry used very much for the heart and blood pressure and hibiscus as well is used to bring blood pressure down but rosehip th these three are often mixed together because they're all red together and um, rosehip tea rosehip in general is used as the raw material from which many vitamin c supplements are made so rosehip is very high in vitamin c so just to have a refreshing red sort of citrusy flavor fantastic hot or cold immune boost heart healthy february tea wow that <laughs> yeah. sounds great perfect for the month that yes. color and it's funny when you were describing having your tea in your desk I pictured a red tea. So yes, <laughs> I've seen that red tea many I've probably times. done it during your appointment. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yes, that's, yeah. that's exactly what I pictured. Yeah. And so when we have the, I want, well, first of all, there's two questions I have. Number one is chai tea. Is that more just for flavor or is there something about those spices? Because that seems to be a popular tea. Definitely, definitely. So that's that's an Indian way of drinking tea, and it is spices added to black tea. And many of those spices are the digestive spices, anti-inflammatory spices. So, so definitely, that's that's a good one too. Because yeah, yep. that's one of my favorites yep. as well. My second question is: When we are boiling water and and putting the tea bags in and having them steep, I mean that is what we're supposed to do. But would that enhance or take away from the potency of those actual herbs? Really good points. Um, generally speaking, if you know that the tea that you're about to drink is a flower, it's not supposed to steep very long because then you draw out different parts of the plant that would make the tea bitter. So when I make chamomile tea, especially for a child, I make it very mild. So I would tell my patients, okay, boil the water and um, take the tea bag and just dip it one to three times. That's it. You don't, wow. you don't leave it to sit there. But if it's a root, such as if you were making ginger tea from a chunk of ginger root, then you would wash it, peel it, slice it, and you would boil those ginger slices in the tea for several minutes and takes longer and so so um, teas that are made from the root of a plant do require a longer time of the plant boiling in the water with green tea and the bitterness uh, there's an art it has to be a certain temperature so at different temperatures of the water you'll get different uh, different uh, durations and temperatures you'll get different components of the tea uh, coming out. So so there's a little bit of an art to that, but I, I don't make it that complicated on my patients. No. Yeah. But there's another tea I want to throw in there. Um, sure. That I, I, I learned of as a student. It's, it's, it's a tea that has permanently been in my cupboard since I was a student. And I learned about this tea from one of my supervisors in the, in the naturopathic clinic. And it's a, it's a Chinese tea. The the bottle, the box that the bottle comes in, it says Ninjum Pai Pakoa, herbal cough syrup. <laughs> Do you know, I was going to ask you about that. And then I thought, is that a whole episode on its own? That is so funny that I was going to ask you that question about yeah. Ninjum. That's I what know, I call it. I, I know. Colorful, colorful uh, box and everything. Definitely. Yes, my children, I've raised them on that. Yes, talk yes, to yes. us about that. Yeah, so um, so it's it's uh, labeled as a cough syrup, but I my first experience with this cough syrup was to make it as a tea, 
and there is um, honey in this recipe. It comes in a syrup form and there's uh, licorice and there's some mint in there. So it's pleasant. Like, I don't feel like I'm drinking cough syrup when I make this as a tea. So I basically just boil water and throw in about a spoonful of the syrup and drink it. But at the time, I was a very stressed out student in year eight of my studies. And I was also in a dance group at that time. So we would get all hot and sweaty dancing and singing and then go outside into the Canadian winter and I'd get these sore throats like all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was in a state of adrenal fatigue because I'd had it with school. And, um, and what comes with that is also some low blood pressure. So, so that was my uh, retro diagnosis. <laughs> and um, I drank this tea and I was transformed. It was instant relief of my sore throat. It gave me energy and I just felt so good because it's with the licorice in there. Licorice is a herb that's excellent for adrenal fatigue, burnout in females in particular, and it lubricates the lining. It's a little bit of that slippery texture and it's antiviral and it perks up low blood pressure, does all the right things. I know. Yeah. I hear you, sister, because yeah. I have that in my cupboard as well, always, and you can feel it almost heal or soothe as it goes down your throat. It's one of those things, almost like when you put Vicks and Vapor Rub on your chest and you feel that, the, the mentholatum, whatever that is, um, you kind of get that same feeling with Ninjam and you feel that it's doing something it good. It does, it does. And I, I've... I've recommended that tea for many other things over the years so so it's good for cold air induced asthma as a beverage in the thermos for all these kids who do skating and hockey it's it's helped patients with allergies and sore throat voice fatigue teachers who are talking on zoom all day and um, it, it, it does a variety of things it's a good one and and, and as I've known a patient for more and more years and they come up with some new condition, then I go, what? You? I haven't told you about Ninjong yet? <laughs> so the longer you know me, the more your kitchen cupboards can start looking like mine. That's right. <laughs> mine does, that's for sure. Yeah. You mentioned licorice. Mm -hmm. Now, would one buy, I think I've seen that just as a tea on its own. Yes. Licorice root, is that Yes, right absolutely. Okay. You have to be a little bit careful with that, though, because it will increase blood pressure. So there's a, like licorice tea, is, like in, in the Ninjam, it's just one tiny portion yes. of the recipe. So it's not realistically going to be a problem, but, but licorice as, as wonderful as it is, um, it is to be used with caution by people who have high blood pressure. Okay. Fennel tea. Mm -hmm. That is coming into my mind as well. Mm -hmm. So fennel is another good one for digestion. You'll, you'll often see it mixed into gripe water for babies. Yes. And, um, and, and sometimes I'll buy like a blend of digestion uh, herbs and you'll, you'll find Donna's peppermint in there and my ginger in there, some fennel, some lemon, some chamomile. So many of these um, that we're mentioning as individuals today, you can often buy in combination. And sometimes I'll tell people peppermint is more for the top half of your digestion, mostly helps your stomach with um, 
symptoms that you might have in the first 30 minutes after your meal. But chamomile works more on the intestines. So, so the symptoms you'd have 30 minutes to a couple of hours after, like when you come home from the restaurant and you ate too much, too fast, too greasy, too late that day, and you're feeling bloated and your pants don't fit anymore, oh, you drink yeah. some chamomile. And if in doubt, you mix them together. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess my last question is, what are your thoughts on black tea? It has medicinal benefits, but some of the people who like their black tea drink it to excess. And I meet people who will drink like a whole pot a day. And, and um, if, if that's your culture or your habit, that it can actually dye the stomach lining and change the texture almost like the way you would tan leather. So it can get to that extreme uh, in, in people who drink it that much. Wow. So, so people need to understand that natural doesn't mean safe, even the world of tea, with our caution about um, licorice root and now with overconsumption of black tea. So, so everything in moderation, that everything, usually using a tea medicinally, it's usually at about two liters a day. And there are people who will drink two liters a day of tea. Seems like a lot of tea to me. I know. <laughs> but anyway, all this talk of tea, I feel like going and having one right now. Um, but thank you very much, uh, Dr. Gustin. And if you have any other questions or comments, please feel free to send them to us. And uh, thank you again for listening. We appreciate you all. Thank you for listening to Tea Talk today. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye.